we thank God for a new honor the Lord who is the head of our lives on tonight. Amen. We thank God for being saved and sanctified. Amen. Holy God, amen. Fire baptized and deliver our overseer, amen. Our pastor of Heavenly Grace Gospel Word Network Incorporated, amen. Apostle Miller James. Pearson Jr. on tonight, amen. And we thank God for everyone that graces the tent on tonight. To every listening in on tonight, we thank God for you on tonight, amen. We looking to have a good time in the Lord, a high time in the Lord on tonight, amen. We know that he's worthy of every, every praise and every worship that we give him, amen. And we just thank and praise God. Thank God, amen, for our theme on this year, amen. Amen, we, amen, we kept it the same, amen. Jesus' blood still has power, and Jesus' blood, amen, still works, amen. Amen, but I want to know something. What do you know about Jesus' blood? Jesus' I said, what do you know about Jesus' blood? Jesus' I said, what do you know about Jesus' blood? You have a prayer need, a prayer request, amen. You can, amen. You can inbox us, you can send it, amen, through, amen, on our Facebook Live, and we will attend to your prayer request, amen. You can message us, amen, amen. Also, you'll see the prayer line number available, amen, as this service goes on, amen. And you can call in, amen, and leave your prayer request, amen. And, and we, amen, if you want us to give you a call back, we'll call you back, amen. Amen. And pray one-on-one with you. Amen. We just thank God. Amen. We want you to know, amen, that we care about you and we love you. Amen. All the way from Heavenly Grace Gospel Word Network. Amen. Even our neighbors out here. Amen. Amen. If you're listening on your porches on tonight. Amen. We want to let you know that we love you on tonight. Amen. We want you to know that we're here for you. Amen. Whatever your need may be. Amen. If we can't help you. Amen. We will. Amen. Amen. Provide resources that will help you. Amen. So we just thank God. Amen. We're out here. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And we just thank God. Amen. For what he's already done. Amen. What he's doing right now. Amen. And what he's going to do. Amen. We thank God for the strength of the Lord on tonight that he's given us. Amen. To come out here. Amen. On another year. Amen. Proclaim and declare his name. Amen. In the earth. Amen. And know. Amen. Amen. That we're looking for people to be saved. We're looking for somebody to be delivered and set free. Amen. And filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. We just thank God. Amen. For everything on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you get joy? Amen. When you think about what the Lord has done for you.
body and soul. Amen. Amen. To bring you to Jesus Christ. Amen. And on tonight, amen, we know, amen, by faith, we know in the name of Jesus, she's going to bring another word, amen, to the glory of God. Amen. It's going to go out and it's going to accomplish everything, amen, that is set out to accomplish. And it will not come back void. Amen. So we thank God, amen, all the way from the resurrected church, amen, of Anderson, Alabama. We thank God, amen, for our dear sister, amen, minister, co-pastor, Therese Matthew. Let's thank God for all tonight.
plot means a plan made in secret by a group to do something illegal or harmful. And we know from the very beginning, when they found out who he was, they wanted to do him harm. They wanted to cut him off from the very beginning because they, they felt like he couldn't have been their savior. He couldn't have been the Messiah. So they wanted to do what they could to cut off the works that he was doing and get rid of him. But he had to fulfill the promise man, that he set out to do from the very beginning. A promise is a legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made a right to expect or to claim the performance or forbearance of a specified act. And his promise to us was that he would come down give his life on the cross just so we could have a life free from sin. Amen. And he fulfilled that promise. Amen. And I'm grateful that he fulfilled that promise. Amen. Amen. It's through his blood sacrificing on and giving his the sacrificial lamb. He was a sacrificial lamb. He is a sacrificial Amen. lamb. And he gave his life just so that you and I can have an opportunity to, to live a life where he, he was an example. We don't have to live in sin anymore. We don't have to yield to the things of our flesh anymore because he was the greatest example. He is, and still is the greatest example because he lives in us. Amen. And from the very first miracle that Jesus worked, it opened the door for the religious and the political folk during his time to plot against him. Every time he did a kind act of a, did an act of kindness or talked to people, he disturbed their perspective or understanding of what Moses told them through the law. He came teaching and bringing. He came teaching and bringing forth knowledge and truth of all the deceptive things they were doing, and they wanted him gone. His agenda was to get rid of the religious aspects of man's teaching to show the people who God really was or is. He corrected their knowledge of what God expected of them. In Matthew chapter 5, he didn't tell just tell them how to be blessed, but he corrected their understanding of what God meant through the teachings. He teaches them that they shouldn't love one another, they should love one another. Bless them that curse you. Do good to those that hate you and pray for those that despitefully use you and persecute you. So he disturbed a lot of their fleshly ways and made them upset. And their response to the things he was doing was master. Show us a sign. All of the stuff that he that he was trying to get them to see, they wanted to see a sign. Amen. Prove to me you said you who you say you will. Amen. So D, Jesus did exactly that. He started working miracles in their midst. He healed the sick, the woman with the issue of blood. He healed Peter's mother-in-law. These are just a few miracles that he worked just to show him, the, Amen. the people, Amen. who he actually was. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He opened the eyes of blind Bartimaeus, and he opened the eyes of the man that was born blind from birth. He unstopped deaf ears. He even healed two lunatic men, and the demons that was in the men knew that he was God and asked him permission to go into the pigs instead of being sent to hell. Because they already knew if, if you came to, their question was, you come to torment us before our time? They weren't ready to go to what they, and that should tell us that if the demons don't want to go to their home, why should we want to go? Amen. Amen. He fed 5,000 with two fishes and five loaves 
But even all and all the signs he showed them, it wasn't so much that they didn't believe, then it was that, that then that he was disrupting the order of things. They could no longer teach according to their own understanding without proof of what God actually meant for the people through the word. So I'm going to be reading now Matthew chapter 26, starting at verse 1. It says, And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these things, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled him together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him, by trickery and kill him. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. They were trying to keep the, the traditional holidays that they would celebrate that and believing because this holiday was set when Moses brought the children out of Israel. That, that's when the Passover began, when they came out of Egypt. So he, they wanted to keep that tradition and follow that, but they didn't want to believe that he was the Savior and the reason for that holiday. The chief priests couldn't figure out how to get rid of the Savior for his very own... I'm going ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going down to verse 26. I'm skipping because there's a lot in it. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And, that, and he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, Drink, eat all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament. Which, was, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. It was the reason he gave his blood. It was in order for us to have forgiveness, he had to give his blood. Amen. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Verse 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. He, he knew what was about to take place. He already knew it was getting close to time for him to fulfill his promise to the whole world. And he wished that he didn't have to, but he knew that it was a need. So he was willing to look beyond how he felt and, it, and go ahead with the need. And that was the need was for us. Amen. 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 Then say he unto, unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. That's all he wanted them to do was watch. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible... Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What? 
Could you not watch with me one hour? And it, it's sad that to, today some of us can't even pray 30 minutes. It was He just asked for one hour. Just watch. How is it that you cannot even just sit and watch with me one hour? But that's, that's, let, it lets you know how weak the flesh Amen. can be. Watch yeah. and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O oh my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. Amen. Amen. And we know that it was necessary on tonight. Amen. It, it was very necessary for him to take this cup because he, he told us that he loved us, but he showed us in his in him taking this cup and, and being willing to give his life for the saving of the souls for the whole world. Amen. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were, were heavy. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders. I skipped a, a verse that I wanted to read with Judah. Hold on a Matthew 6. Yeah, Matthew, same chapter, verse 6. When Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment and poured it on his head. And he, as he sat at meat, but when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? They didn't see it as a blessing. Amen. To them it was considered a waste because of how much the oil cost. For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath brought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor with you always. But me ye have not always. For in that she said she had poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached the whole to the in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial. Then one of the twelve, this was the one I missed, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priests and said unto them, What will ye give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. My Bible tells me that was 3,840 pieces of silver. Waited unto him. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. It's sad that he was one of the chosen to be with God. But then realized if he would have just held on to what was taking place, he would have had something greater. Instead... He wanted money. Amen. He looked at the gain that he could get from the oil, and it probably the oil probably was worth more than what they gave him just to portray Jesus. I'm going back to 30, 30, 
37. 36. Then coming Jesus with them until a place called Gethsemane and say unto the disciples, See ye here while I go and pray. Okay. 47. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and the elders. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he. Hold him fast. Now I want you to think about all this time, all the works that Jesus was doing. Every single time they went to try to take Jesus, he could blend in with the crowd. Amen. They was not able to capture him when they wanted to because he fit right in with the people. And he was coming. He had all things coming, just like he was with the people. And it, it was hard for them to know who he was. So in order to find out who he was, Judas knew this. So I'm going to show you who he is, and I'm going to give him a kiss. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Even in knowing what Judas was doing, he still called him friend. Amen. It was an opportunity right there for Judas to repent. But he went along with what was being done because he was upset about some oil. Amen. And it's so sad that he allowed once of some oil precious to be used for what was taking place with God, with Jesus at the time. It was precious. It was needed because he knew he was about to be buried. But Judah didn't look at that part. He looked at, well, we can, we could have used this money to help the poor. You ain't going to be thinking about the poor when you got that money. Yeah. And, and the Bible tells us he was the one that kept the money. So ain't no telling how much of it he was probably putting in his own pocket to keep for himself. And he was that upset about it being get you being um, used so they couldn't get money from the oil. Yeah. Then came they and and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And we, we know that the main reason they didn't want to accept him was because he didn't come from what they thought should have been royalty. He wasn't born according to the standards of who the Messiah should have been. And they felt he didn't belong because he surrounded himself with those in need. That's what, that was his purpose. And after this, Jesus went to the chief priest. He came back and ate dinner with Jesus. Knowing that he, and he all along he wanted to set Jesus up because he was upset. Amen. And they delivered him to Pilate, believing they had accomplished a great justice for the world. But little did they know it was all in the plan. Everything that they was doing to plot to set to get to Jesus to set him up, they they didn't realize that what they was doing was to help God, to help us. Amen. It was it was for the world. Amen. I'm gonna go to Hebrews nine and twenty two. And almost all these things are by the law, purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. So we know on tonight that he had to give his life. He had to make that sacrifice 
Because if he wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been, it would have never been, a, a, we wouldn't have been forgiven for our sins. We would have still been stuck in the same state that we was in. But what, even the beginning deceived and, and allowed sin to come in, we would have still been, been stuck in that same state. But the blood had to, had to come. We needed the blood and him to sacrifice his life so that we can have a way to the, to the throne. Amen. We no, no, we no longer have to offer sacrifices, but that that was done away with through the ultimate sacrifice uh -huh. of, of Jesus, and now we can go to the throne for ourselves. Amen. We don't need the priest to go in our That's place. Right. He did. He made the ultimate sacrifice so we can have that one on one with us. And that's what, this is an opportunity right now with the virus going on for us to get in that place to have that one on one with God to show Him how much we need and how much we want to live for Him and, and live this life that He will be pleased and get the glory out of everything we do. Amen. We got to realize that even in, when we wake up every day, it's a new day of mercy. Amen. It's a new day to get right what you didn't do right yesterday and a, or, the, or whatever. You got a new chance to make a, make a change in God and show Him you're grateful for having life. You're grateful for your mind, and you ain't the right your right mind. Some people is in a mental institute and they in there by choice. Cause some people go to those places looking for checks, Amen. looking for sympathy, Amen. looking for anything they get out of the government or or just attention, and it don't work like that because God really healed this lunatic man from. His infirmity, he can heal them. Amen. But they don't want to take that route. They'll rather continue in the way they end most of the time, just like Judas, for a dollar. Amen. 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 In 2 Corinthians 1 and 20, he says that all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, and to the glory of God by us. We can't be double-minded. We got to know it's either yay. He told us it's yay, yay, or nay, nay. Amen. You either want him or you don't. Amen. But you have to make up your mind and decide which way you're going to take. He said, choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. If, if you're going to serve man, man serve, or mammon, serve man. But if not, serve God. Amen. And once you realize that God is the person that gives you life, he wakes you up. He, you, he's the reason you have life today. He's that's all the more reason that I want to serve. Amen. Because I don't have to live a life that where I'm struggling or confused about anything or trying to please this person, that person. I don't have to be caught up in the things. And when, you, when you're when doing stuff to please people, you end up going, putting yourself in trouble trying to keep up with what they're doing. Amen. And, they, and they still ain't pleased or they're still going to talk about Amen. you. They're still going to find some kind of fault in you. So live to please God and you'll be pleased with yourself. It was expedient for us that he went away. For if he did not go away, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, wouldn't have come. We wouldn't have had an opportunity to, on tonight to say, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. That he delivered me and set me free from sins, and he filled me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. If we hadn't get, given our life to God when he made the sacrifice that he did. And he was the remission for our sins, his blood. Through his blood, we have forgiveness on tonight. And I'm glad about that on tonight. I'm glad that I can have a, a way to the throne without having to go to somebody and ask them to always pray for me. Amen. I mean, I can go to on bending knee myself and pray unto the Father. Cry out to him whatever it takes for me to get in that place with him to stand on his word. And believe that when I pray, he going to hear me and answer in due time. 
I just have to have the patience to believe when it's time he'll answer. And not trust it, no run to it, thinking it's got to be answered right then. Because then I'd put my dig a ditch for myself and be ready for him to get me out. Or somebody to get me out. Amen. But I'd be stuck if I run into something of, of, like what they say, a rock in a hard place. I'd be stuck. Amen. And then want somebody to help me come to myself and don't know how when I just got to be patient and wait on God. Trust his word. Understand what his will is for, for my life. And man, we know some of his promises that he promises. He said, I will be with you always, even until the end of the earth. He promised to protect us. He promised to be our strength and answer us in the time of need, whether it's in prayer, whether it's we need a job, whatever. He answered the carnal things, even to get your attention sometimes to show you that he is there. Amen. He, he said, I promise to provide for you. He told the disciples when they got ready to go out, don't take me the clothes, no strip. Don't take none. You ain't got to take none with you because I'm going to provide everything you need when you're going forth. And Amen. the main thing was they was going forth to do a work in God. Amen. They was going forth to be obedient to him. So, of course, he was going to provide for them. Amen. I will give you peace. Amen. And on tonight, I can say I got peace. Amen. Amen. And if you're tormented by anything that the enemy is attacking you with, God will give you peace. That's one of his promises. And his main promise is that he will always love you. And he showed that when he gave his life. The story goes on and on about, I mean, there's so many things God did in here to prove to the people who he was, to, because they doubted, religion doubted him. But he wanted to show them, I'm greater than what you think you know of me. I'm greater than, and my father sent me, and I will obey my father before I take down and do what you say. And that was a blessing in itself. Because he was willing to go through the sufferings, the beatings, whatever, the persecution. Everything he went through, it was for the saving of the souls of his people. Amen. He just wanted us to come to him. Show us. He was showing us through all of that, I'm here with you. Amen. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will go with you even until the end of the earth. Amen. Amen. And he's been with us from the beginning. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. From our mother's womb, God was there. He's never been out of out of the midst. It was us had to come back to him. But I'm glad he opened the door through his blood when he sacrificed his life. He opened the door for us to come back, to come home where we belong. And I'm grateful for that on tonight. Amen. Know that no matter what the enemy may be plotting against you, he can never stop the promises of God. Because Because the enemy has no power. Amen. You're the only one that can stop your blessings. Amen. And that's you stop doing by being disobedient, by not doing what God tells you to do, or standing on, on your own and not serving God. Lack of faith. There's many ways you can stop your blessings from God. But it's, you got to have a heart and a mind to say, whatever it takes, Lord. Whatever I have to go through in this body, I know in the end I gain eternal life. It, it's, this flesh is going to turn back to dust. Amen. And when it does, I want to be able to live in the spirit in peace with the Lord. Amen. 
Amen. I've given you what he has given me for tonight. Amen. 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 I thank God for this opportunity to stand before you again. Amen. Being obedient, amen, and just seeking for a word to give, amen. 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 The, the plot that they had against Jesus could not stop the promise, amen. And the promise of to, unto us is yes and amen. Amen. It, it stands assured, amen. Through his word, we can stand on the promise of God, amen. Amen. We can be filled with this precious Holy Ghost, amen. It's just believing, having faith to believe. It doesn't take a whole lot of waiting and calling on him. Like we were taught it was, because my husband is a witness. He was filled before knowing he was filled. He stopped doing everything without even having confessing the Holy Ghost. And it was just faith took him to that place. Amen. And God delivered him from a lot of things before he even confessed that he had the Holy Ghost. Amen. For me, it took that because I was rough. Amen. So God had to convince me through the Holy Ghost. That he is real. Amen. And I thank God for that on tonight. Amen. I wouldn't take nothing for salvation in God. I wouldn't take nothing for my journey in God. Amen. Just seeking to go deeper in him. Learn more of who he is. Amen. We've been taught for so many years by man. Just do as I say. And you'll know everything will be all right if you just do it this way. But God wants us to do it his way. That's what he's looking for. A servant of somebody that will serve and obey him and do it his way. Not the, according to what we was taught because being, doing the, the way we was taught just helps us to get by. It keeps us at peace and, he, and out of trouble, basically. But God, was he was stirring up trouble everywhere he went. Everything he did, he stirred up trouble. And it wasn't intentional to get in nobody in trouble, but it was to get the people to come to him, to show him that he is real, that he is there's no other God before him, and he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. It's according to the power that works in us. And that we, it's, it's how we let that power work. Amen. How much power you, you have in you is according to your faith. It, he'll let, just let it work in you. Having that faith to stand on his word and grow in his promise. That's all he wants. Being obedient and winning souls for the kingdom. Letting the devil know, because he, he already said in his word that the devil will not have more souls in him. Amen. The rocks will cry out before Amen. that happens. Amen. And I do not want to rock the crowd in my place. I want to show God that I'm grateful for this life. And I, and I want to pull any stony hearted person in that I can. Amen. Showing them with love and kindness that God is real and he loves them just as much as you feel my love in the flesh. His love is even greater. Amen. Amen. I'm, and I'm grateful for that on tonight. Amen. Amen. I just thank God for all things. I'm grateful for the Pearsons allowing us to be back in the service with them one more time. Amen. Amen. Change your way of thinking. 
Amen. Because your way of thinking doesn't align with his way of thinking. Just think about what the some of the things that you think sometimes cause you to get in trouble. So ask God to come into your life. Change your heart. Change your mind. Amen. It starts with the mind. Amen. If you can change your mind, everything else will line up with it. Amen. Because that's the greatest torment and fight that we have is within the mind. Amen. The battle is the strongest in the mind. Amen. And if you can whip whoop the mind in, in battle, then you can win. Amen. We, I, and I'm just asking that you surrender. Ask God to ch show you how to give up. Change your way of thinking. Change your, the people that you, you are surrounding yourself with. If they're not benefiting you to grow and become successful, not just naturally so, but so grow as a success in God, then you don't need to be around those people. Change everything that causes you to fail and not be successful. Amen. Amen. God, we ask that you just look upon your people yes. on tonight. Yes. Touch the minds and hearts of every yes. soul that is tuned in on tonight. Yes. God, strengthen them and give them a mind to surrender to you. Say yes to your will, God. And align their lives with what you desire, with your will, your purpose, and your desire for their life. God, you laid out a blueprint, God, through this word. Our lives are blueprints as well, God. Show us how to read the blueprint, God. And align our lives with you, God, that we may walk according to the will and the desire that you have for us, God. We just want to please you with every being in our soul, in our mind, in our thoughts. Everything that's in us, God, we want to seek to please you. God, we ask that you meet the financial needs of your people. God, those that are going through financially, so let them trust your word. Let them trust your will and believe that this too shall pass, God. It's only temporary, but they have to have the faith to believe that you can bring it, bring them through this situation and you can continue to lift them up and exalt them, God, as they need it, God, but let them not get high-minded. Let them have a humble spirit and mind to receive no matter what kind of natural blessing they receive, God, let them have a humble mind to give you, give you thanks and be grateful for it, knowing that it came from you, God. Because you only give out what you see fit for your people to have. We ask that you just continue to strengthen, continue to bless. God, even on jobs as we're going through this virus, God, keep us covered. Keep the people covered, God, in your name, God. We ask that you let them have faith to believe that this too shall pass, God. We don't know how long it's going to take. God, we don't know if there are more plagues to come. But God, even in this, let us turn to you. Let us seek you, God, for the answer that we need. In prayer and supplication, God, and fasting, God, whatever it takes for us to get back to that connection with you, to know that you are God and there is none above you. God, let us help help us to get back to that place and stand on your word, stand on your promise and believe and know that all things work together for the good of them that love you, God. Let us show us your, our love to you through obedience. In Jesus' name, we just thank you for all things. We thank you for your love and we thank you for your grace and your mercy because it's new every day God and we don't take want to take that for granted either in Jesus name amen amen, amen.